Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Brought to you by Active Iron on News Talk. Now, Martina is with me on the line today because, Martina, you got in touch. You sent me an email about living with a stutter. Tell me a little bit about your experience. First of all, good, good afternoon, Andrea, and thank you for having me on your show. Yes, Andrea, I've had a stutter for as long as I can remember. And my earliest memory of my stutter is when I was about four or five in school and I couldn't say my name or I couldn't read out loud. Now, reading was an absolute nightmare for me in school. I would stand up, but the words just wouldn't come out of my mouth. So I used to just sit down and the reading would just pass on to the next student. Now, I was only five, Andrea, and even at this early age, I felt really ashamed and I felt I was different from everybody else. I was wondering, why couldn't I say my name or why couldn't I read aloud? So, yeah, it wasn't really a very good start to my life at the age of five, Andrea. How did teachers and other students in the class, Martina, how, you know, how... How did they respond to you when, just like that, as you say, you'd you'd sit yeah. down when it would come to your turn to read? Yeah, well, Andrea, I knew I was different. So even at that young age, I became what is called as a covert stutterer. That's when you hide the fact that you have a stutter because I felt in my own head that if I stuttered in front of everybody, that they might laugh at me and judge me so I only spoke when I wanted to and I learned how to substitute words and even at that young age Andrea that's what I did I substituted words so you found your your own I suppose mechanism or your own way Martina yeah absolutely I had to survive I felt really and you know you know when you're five it's, it's 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 really really difficult. I don't know, but it's just what I was going in my in my head not to let people hear me stutter because I I didn't want to be laughed at. It's very difficult, that Martina. You know, in your confidence, it is. yeah. Mm. So you're growing up. You go through the the years and all the different the milestones yeah. in school. Um, yeah. Did your stutter did it did it stay the same? Did it did it get progressively worse? How was it through school, Martina? Yeah, I say my stutter got worse, Andrew, because the more I avoided stuttering, the higher the fear got. So I just I didn't actually help myself, Andrea, by not letting people hear me stutter. I often wondered if I did stutter and let people hear me stutter, what my life would have been like. But again, Andrea, I was just always ashamed that I had a stutter and I just carried on avoiding words, sounds, speaking situations. I could manipulate anybody into saying things for me. I just became so good at it. But really, I shouldn't have really done that, Andrea, I feel because it just made the fear worse in school. When I left school, I was thinking, what will I do when I have to get a job? I can't say my name. So in school, I never really studied because I didn't see any future for myself. So I remember I wanted a job in an office and I left school when I was 
18 in 1975, Andrea, and I put my name down for a college. I think it was in Santry. It was a technical college. I was going to do, it was called shorthand and typing then. I'm showing my age. And yeah, I put my name down for that. And then I, I didn't actually go to college because I was thinking, sure, if I get a job in an office, I won't be able to use the phone. So I didn't do that. So yeah, I just held back and just avoided situations where I had to speak. And I mean, I'm not stupid, but I can. I'm an ordinary person. I have brains, but just my stutter helped me back immensely, immensely, Andrea. You know, and some people say they understand what life is like when you stutter. No, they don't. Mm. Nobody knows what it's like for a person with a stutter, only someone that stutters. How did it impact relationships and and, and friendships or, or did it, Martina? Okay, I was okay because I could word substitute. And sometimes if I would laugh, Andrew, you know, if I was in a conversation and I was laughing, I could sort of laugh around my stutter because I was kind of taking the stress away from people hearing me stutter because I was laughing. And for some reason, my speech used to be okay if I did it like that. So I knew that would work, and that's how I got around situations like that. I'm married, Andrea. I'm, I'm married to a lovely man, Dermot, for 44 years. But I'll tell you one thing, it was absolutely gas. When I was getting married, when I got engaged to my husband, immediately I was thinking, hmm, how am I going to be able to say my vows at the altar? So I was planning probably two years ahead, how I was going to say my vows at the altar. So I decided that I would cry walking down the aisle because people like would be looking around and say, oh, look at, at Martina, isn't she gorgeous? You know, and then I would, I would think, they think I'm, I'm getting emotional because they're saying I'm, I'm, I'm beautiful. But it was, I knew that if I got to the altar and I was crying, I would be able to say my vows while I was sort of shaking a bit and being and being and being nervous and that's how I got through saying 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 my vows. I wasn't crying because everybody was saying I'm lovely. Of the I, was, day. <laughs> I, was, I was crying because yeah. I had a I had a stutter and I had to manage my words at the altar and you were manipulating them all, Martina. Oh, 100%. Yeah. A massive manipulator, a massive manipulator. <laughs> but you know, it's not good. It's not. It's really terrifying. It, it's horrible. I hated myself, and that's a horrible thing to say. Mm, I hated myself, and I hated my stutter. How did you overcome it, or like, like get, you know, learn to get a, I suppose a, a grasp of it? Like, how how did you do that, or when did you do that, Martina? Well. I'm 66 now, Andrea, and I carried on doing all this avoiding up until I was 53. And then in 2010, I did a speech program called the Maguire Program. And how I did this program was, do you know, I'm sure you know a guy called Garrett Gates? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The singer. And he has a stutter. And I saw him years ago on Popeye yeah, and, yeah, and he yeah. couldn't say it. Yeah, he couldn't say his, his his name. And then I saw him years ago on TV. On I think it was called Family Fortunes. It was for um, it was for stars. And he was on the sh- on the show and he was introducing his family. And I was thinking he couldn't say his name years ago. And look at him now introducing his family. So I googled what he had done, 
and he had done a program called the Maguire program and I decided, okay, I'm going to give this a shot. This was in 2010, 14 years ago, and now look at me, I'm on the radio talking about stuttering with Andrea Gilligan. <laughs> so oh, yeah, I, I just did a speech program and it changed my whole life. Because, you know, it's if you don't mind me saying, like, in, in, in talking to you today, and when I got your email, like, obviously I haven't spoken to you before now. Yeah. I was wondering, you know, how, how profound or how prevalent your stutter was. But, like, I, I think people listening to this today will listen to you and think, you know, you've... you've it's, 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 it's as though you've just overcome it or you've, you've obviously you have a very good handle of it, Martina. I have a really good handle of it. But now, Andrew, with you, I am taking... I am breathing every time I speak. I am resistant time pressure when I speak. I am sitting at my kitchen table and I'm I'm looking at a mug on my table. I have eye contact and I am just trying to relax and just pretend that you're a friend and just enjoy the conversation. But you know, it's not easy. The McGuire program is not a fix. It's not a cure. It takes a lot of courage and a lot of time and effort, but I just want to let people know, especially young people out there, Andrea, not to suffer like I did. I'm not saying you have to do a speech program, but don't suffer like I did. Don't hide the fact you have a stutter. Don't avoid words and sounds like I did. Seek help. It doesn't have to be like what I did, but there's lots of help out there. Get on to onto Facebook groups, Google, search, search stuttering. There's so much help out there, which I didn't have at that age because it was, you know, like there wasn't social media like the way there is social media now. But social media has a lot of use for us people that stutter and there's so much help out there. And I really want to just say, especially to young people, don't do what I did, seek help. The Maguire program, so I presume that's easily accessible for people, Martina, um, to you know, to to join the program. Probably <laughs> yeah. is it through speech and language therapist? Yeah. And one thing about the Maguire program, Andrea, it's run by us that stutter. There's nobody on the program that doesn't stutter. So as I said earlier on, people say they understand people with a stutter, but they really don't. The Maguire program is run by people that stutter, and believe me, we understand. And once you join the Maguire program, you've helped forever. Forever. It's really interesting, Martina, to hear you talk about the impact that it's had on your, you know, really your, your, in, your entire life from yeah. how you performed in school and... Yeah making friends and navigating yeah. your wedding vows and choosing your yeah. career. There was a, there was one element you mentioned in your email, and, and I hope you don't mind me asking you about this. Not um, at all. Your stutter determined how you picked your, your child's name. Tell me Absolutely. about Absolutely, absolutely. We have one daughter. Is it okay if I say her name on the air? absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Her name is Jennifer. And when we had Jennifer, immediately I was thinking, what am I going to do? How will I be able to say, I can't even say my own name. How will I be able to say my daughter's name? So without, even like without saying it to my husband, I went down through the alphabet and I was thinking, A, B, C, can't say that, can't say that, can't say, J, 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 Jennifer. 
and that's how I chose it. It wasn't a name. I didn't even think about whether I liked it or yeah. it was just a name I could say. And I remember the nurse came into into the room and it was on the second day or something. And she said, hi, Martina. Good morning. Have you chosen a name for for your daughter yet? And I said, I have. Jennifer. So immediately I could say to a stranger, Jennifer, and that set me on the road to calling Jennifer, Jennifer. And you know, Andrea, we never gave her a second name because I was thinking one name's enough. Yeah. And Jennifer she, always never felt, needed she always, she that's a tall, but she always felt really special that she, because people used to say, you must have a second name. And Jennifer would say, yeah, I don't. No. She's just Jennifer Ross. But yeah, that's an absolute true story. And when I said to my husband, I said, uh, would you like if 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 we named our daughter Jennifer? And he just said, "Yeah, that's fine." Yeah, so that's how we call it. Jennifer. Name. It's it's <laughs> it's and, and and what is it? Obviously, something about the letter J. It's, is it how you you can navigate yes. the words before that? Is that how you overcome Absolutely. that? Yes, yeah. I knew I could say Jennifer. I could make it nice and soft on my on on my lips. I could go Jennifer, Jennifer, and. And you see, once you can say it once, you know you can say it again. Say it, yeah. 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 It's, um, <laughs> how do you feel having chatted to us here today on Lunchtime Live, Martina? I feel absolutely wonderful as a person, but I just want to thank you so, so I'm much because, sure. you know, it's great to just raise stuttering awareness. Yeah. And yeah. I just think how far I have come on my journey from not being able to say my name to be able to do an interview on the radio. You know, it's just well, amazing. But I, did, I, didn't, I didn't do this alone. I got a lot of help yeah. from other people that stutter. Well, I'm I'm really delighted that you got in touch, um, just yeah. to, to highlight, you know, to highlight it and and to highlight, I yeah. suppose, the the Maguire program and the services that are there for people listening to us today. That are, you know, maybe if a, a kid that they feel is a a stutter at the moment or somebody living with a stutter that hasn't Absolutely. actually gone to get help and and wants to yeah. do so. I hope I'm no doubt yeah. they'll take great inspiration from from hearing you today with us, Martina. And I really appreciate okay. you getting in touch and sharing your story. And thank you. So so much, Andrea, for having me on your show. Not at all. Take care. Thank you, Andrea. A message from Austin. Fair play to that lady, Martina. Well done and, and congratulations to you. Sean in Dublin says, Martina spoke so well. I also had a stutter as a child and I substituted words that I couldn't say. So I actually ended up with a really large and varied vocabulary, hence seeming more intelligent than I actually was. I've always excelled in job interviews as a result. It was a strange upside to a stammer in later life. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Weekdays at midday. Brought to you by Active Iron on News Talk.